Hey listeners, it's your host, Sarah Hall. Thanks for listening to Peoria Theatre People, a podcast where I shine the spotlight on the extraordinary stories of local artists in the central Illinois area. Hey everyone, thanks for tuning back into Peoria Theatre People. This next conversation is with Taylor Walters-Greer, and Taylor is um, such a fun person. I got a chance to work with her on West Side Story back in 2019. That's when we first met and first worked together, and since then, we've kind of kept in touch. So this conversation is with her, and it was just really great to chat with her and get different parts of her story and talk about important things like representation in theater, which is a really important subject to both of us. So I hope you enjoy this conversation. And also, don't forget to rate and review and subscribe to Peoria Theater People and share this with your family and friends if you would. And I'm so thrilled that you're listening today. So um, here's my conversation with Taylor. Hi, Taylor. Welcome to the podcast. Hi, I'm so excited to be here. I am so pumped to have you on the pod and talk about all things Peoria Theater. And I think this is just going to be a really fun conversation. Let's get it. Let's go. So um, I always like to give a fun fact about my guest as we start off. And the fun fact about you is apparently you just were talking to me about how according to Ancestry.com, you're Mm -hmm. related to royalty? Yeah, I am technically royalty. um, Five cousins, 16 times removed probably. But, you know, it's still there. So, yeah, if you can call me Queen Taylor, I I will accept it. I've been calling you that since I've known you. Let's be real. (laughs) (laughs) That is so interesting. That's wild. Yeah. Well, I'm excited. Um, you and I, last time we got a chance to work together was West Side Story. Yeah. I want to say during Perry Players Hunter season, shout out. Yes, hey. Which was so much fun. Mm-hmm. And I think, is that the only time we've ever worked on a show together? Or did we do any CCT stuff growing up? I don't, I, I feel like we've done things behind the scenes, maybe. I don't know if we've been in a show show together. That was, West Side Story was like the only one. I was racking my brain. Kind because, of trying... were you in anything for Cornstock? I don't think so. I mean, I've done Footloose at the Tent, and that's really it. <laughs> nope. Then nope. Yeah. See, that so surprises me, because yeah. we had really hit it off during West Side Story, and it, we just had a blast together. Yeah, we did. That um, was great. I mean, I know you were Team Shark. I was Team Jet. But, but you, know, you know, backstage, the green room, <laughs> you know, we were we were friends. It was so much fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm really excited to talk to you about that. But yeah, we haven't had a chance to work together since then, and you actually moved to Naperville yes. area. Yes. And have been working remotely for the last year. Yeah, year. But, you know, now I'm used to it. Now it's mm-hmm. okay. Um, and now I'm a little bit like, okay, do I go back to work? Right. Or can I stay remote and stay in my pajamas? I mean, it sounds like a dream to me. <laughs> yeah, <No>. right. <laughs> I know. There are a lot of benefits to working remotely. But yep. um, you come back to the area every now and again. Yes. And you stay connected. So um, you're definitely a pure theater person in my book. Thank you. So, And I always want to start out by kind of getting to know your background on how you got started with Puri Theater. So okay. how did you get involved with Puri Theater to begin with? Yeah, um, I got involved at a very young age actually doing um, camp on stage. So through that, I was able to see different CCT shows. And I was like, okay, I want to audition. So I auditioned for a few. Of course, I didn't get cast. But I got cast in my first show at Eastlight Theater, Cinderella. My freshman year, yes. <laughs> and um, from there, it's been history. Three shows a year, you know, packing it in. I love Peoria Theater. Wow. Yeah. So when you were watching those CCT shows and you were doing Camp on Stage, clearly it fosters some sort of love of theater in you, right? Yes. So do you have any 
vivid memories from your camp on stage time any cct <laughs> shows that really stood out to you when you watched them and then yeah like, oh i want to audition yeah um i believe at that time it was pocahontas that I, was the cct show that we I saw i was in that <laughs> i was i was yeah oh my gosh and i was sitting next to alex hunt so oh shout out gosh. to alex um yes, yes and we were doing at the time wizard of oz for okay. our um, camp on stage show and i was the wicked witch of course and I was seeing it, and I'm like, wow, I can actually do this on a stage? Like, at my age, I thought you had to be, like, an old adult, like an old, gray, aging adult to do theater, and I didn't have to. So I talked to my mom, like, I really want to do it. She said, go for it. She's always been my biggest supporter. Wow. And you clearly, like, fell in love with it and kept doing it forever. That's so cool. And, yeah, shout out to Alex. Absolutely. (laughs) And you were how old at the time? Oh, gosh. I want to say fifth grade. Okay. It was, like, right when you could really start doing CCT at the time. Um, I believe it was fifth fifth grade going into fifth, something like that. And who were your camp counselors camp on stage? (laughs) Who did you have? Um, I had Aaron. Um, I had Jimmy. Yep. I had Brian, and yeah, I think that, I don't remember the other one. Right. Those are some usual suspects. Josh. Josh. Okay. Josh. Yep. Those are the suspects that I would have, (laughs) I would have suspected would be, um, keep on stage counselors. So I'm sure you just had a blast. Yeah. It was, it was a time of my life. I only went one season. Mm-hmm. but I, like, was begging to go back. But I got started in hockey, which is a whole other thing after that. So, wow, yeah. I didn't know that. Yep, ice hockey, all-girls hockey. That's amazing. And you enjoyed that? Yes, I did a lot. So much fun. So how did you balance doing that and theater growing up? And- um, Yeah, I would come to rehearsals with my hockey equipment. I would come to hockey with, like, all my stage makeup on. People would make fun of me and think, like, oh, she's going to be easy, but I ended up kicking their butts hockey and you know putting them down so that's right that's right in my makeup it takes special skill to skate like that and play hockey i couldn't do it if you paid me (laughs) i really couldn't so that's really cool that you did that and how long did you do that for i think i did that for about seven years or so it was it was a long time it was throughout my uh, middle school time Mm -hmm. and then shortly once freshman year started i stopped playing hockey too many head concussions yeah i was like all right my mom was like you gotta chill gotta put that health first oh yeah yeah, for sure so what was your first production that you were involved in on stage it was cinderella cinderella that's right that's right and who were you in that i was just a villager i was villager number you know two i'll say and i met like my best friend um ariana morgan she was in it and yeah that that was that that's so fun Mm -hmm. and what was it about that experience stepping on stage for the first time how did that make you feel um I felt like I felt like a different person honestly like going to class being stressed out about school band whatever the case may be and um just stepping out there it made me like feel happy that people were smiling might not necessarily been for me or for me um from me but it was great to kind of put that on right yeah oh totally and I think that's something we get with theater a lot is impacting audience and what that feels like. It's yes. just a feeling that it's, it's hard to describe and you don't get it from a lot of experiences. I don't think mm-hmm. so. And from then you kept doing your thing. Yeah. Um, that's really great. Do you have any particular theater experiences when you look back that have impacted you more than mm. others or that come to mind when you think about what's really impacted who you are today? Hairspray. 
Okay. Hairspray, Cornstock Theater, directed by Pam. Um, that one was very life-changing only because we were put like not just on stage but behind the scenes we were put in the moments of the segregation of being different from being black and white and we were able to take that personal experience that we were having off stage on stage and make it look more real and you know have all that feeling so that was a very hard production not hard in a bad way but hard in a good way late dancing nights um Mm -hmm. acting all that was great i didn't know about that you were kind of put in the experience of the segregation element and mm-hmm. how really intentionally Pam dealt with that. That's really interesting. Yeah. She's very good at making sure that no matter how big or small your role is, that you know what your character is and your backstory. And I've always appreciated that about her and about theater itself. Which, of course, Hairspray is so profound in that. Yes. <laughs> talking about the issue. And I think you have to be intentional with that story, right? So that's mm-hmm. really makes sense that Hairspray would come to your mind. Mm-hmm. Um, and I saw that production. It was so much fun. Oh, yeah. It was wonderful. It was great. The costumes were great. Mm-hmm. Actors were great. Like, it was a very fun experience. And doing a show at the tent <laughs> in the heat yep. in the summer, everybody knows is no joke. Yep. My it's- first show at the tent was um, King and I. And that was during a time where there was this tornado warning. So we all had to like stop what we were doing and go hide. So yeah, it's definitely an experience. Okay. So funny story. I think I was there the (laughs) night the tornado happened. Or at least I remember hearing about it because I saw that production and I just, I remember it happening because Barbara Bryant was in it and I was there to see her. And I just, I remember her talking about that. I might have been there like the next night or something. But anyway, you guys had a wild weather time with that production. Oh, yes. Yes. It was a moment. <laughs> uh, I feel like the June slot is always, you never quite know what you're going to. Yeah. Could be tornado. Could be snow. Who knows? It's, you know, Peoria, Illinois. I mean, in the Midwest, <laughs> you never quite know. So, and you've done other shows at the tent? Yes. So I did Cinderella actually in the lab so that was my first like big role i played a stepsister so fun um and then yeah hairspray king and i newsies i think that's it which is weird enough i've seen every show at the tent but haven't been in every show i guess sure so you talking about playing the stepsister that sounds like so much fun sounds like a perfect fit for you (sighs) yes i love character acting and so when you look back on the characters you played and of course you've had some ensemble roles like we all have but um do you have any favorite characters that you've done (laughs) um i would say turk i'll say turk Uh, yeah i'll say it that was fun that mm -hmm. was fun because i got to fly i got to sing i got to dance all that in one Mm -hmm. um yeah turk i saw the production of tarzan and i was so moved it was so fun to watch and i had grown up knowing the movie of course and i just thought you were the perfect turk thank you i was stellar Thank you. Truly. like to cry. <laughs> it was a great production. And, and Tarzan is one of those that, whew, it can get emotional. It can creep up on you and mm-hmm. you don't even realize it, I think. Mm-hmm. And so. that, yeah, that was my third time doing Tarzan. Third time. Oh, I didn't realize you had done it before. Yes. Yes. Three times. So had you, did you do the East Light production? I did the East Light production. Okay. Um, and then I helped out with the CCT production. Sure, sure. And then I um, did this one. So third right. time's time. And so when you were playing Turk and you were learning how to fly, 
and doing the phi system, that had to have been an experience. <laughs> yeah, um, I was known for falling, um, getting dropped. But, you know, it's not of anyone's fault. You know, it was just a learning experience. But I'm one to throw my body into situations. Mm-hmm. So if I'm falling, like, I'm falling. Right. So, yeah, that w- that took some time to get used to and getting cues right. And when you wanted to come down, when to come down, all that. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I would be so scared and nervous. Were you nervous? Um. At first I was because I was like, I don't trust it to like go backwards and like hang backwards and Mm -hmm. take my foot behind my head, all that. Mm -hmm. But I got really used to it. And then after that, it became a piece of cake. And I think what I'm, yeah, what I'm picturing is it's not like Peter Pan flying. No. It's, you're playing monkeys (laughs) or gorillas. Like you have to kind of move around like a gorilla. And it's just a totally kind of different sense of movement. So I'm sure it took some time to get used to that. Yep, without, like, and clipping on, like, getting your clip from, mm-hmm. so our costumes hung down and did, like, a wavy, silky mm-hmm. thing. But sometimes the clip would get stuck, and so you have to make sure all your little hairs are scooted away so that you clip in right and safely. That was complicated. But mm-hmm. you kind of get used to it, push it away a certain way. I'm feeling stressed just thinking about <laughs> it, honestly. No, that's so cool. And um, when you saw that production did you like jump at the chance to audition did you really want to go for it yes because it had flying and I wanted to do something different you know you always get to sing and dance on the mm-hmm. ground but can you sing and dance in the air like that is what's amazing it's a whole nother skill level oh yeah totally was it harder do you yeah. think yeah sing backwards like upside down mm-hmm. yeah that was hard it's a different kind of air movement <laughs> yes I can only imagine And talk to me about playing the stepsister. What was that like? It had to have been so much fun. Yes, the stepsister was fun. um, And because I like playing the character roles, like I said earlier. Mm -hmm, Right. But with this one, you know, you've got to be like mean, mean in a funny way. And then Mm -hmm. the stepsister's lament, that was my favorite song. Mm -hmm. Um, Making the crowd laugh with my facial expressions and everything. Um, But yeah, so it was it was a lot of fun. Super cool. Mm -hmm. I'm picturing Major Rogers Namersine's Brandy version of Cinderella yes, vibes. Yes, exactly. I'm picturing exactly. that. I love that so much. And the music in that version of Cinderella is just so beautiful. Yes. I love it so much. Mm-hmm. And then you've also been involved a lot in Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yes, I've been in it, I want to say, seven years. Wow. I think so, yeah. I think it's seven or coming up on seven. And yeah. how did you get involved in Rocky Horror? Did you just jump at the chance to audition? Um, and... I knew Steve and he was trying to get transies together. And I was like, fine, I'll, I'll do it just this once. And then, of course, this once became a next year and the next year. And now I help lead the transies and set them up with props and everything. So wow. it's a great fundraiser experience. And yeah, yeah, I get to meet everyone and dance with them. That's, I mean, it's like a wild room for people who haven't been to Rocky Horror Picture Show. It's an experience in itself. And it is a whole room of people just, it's a different kind of energy. It's a different kind of, you know, people come with just lingerie. Some people come Mm -hmm. with like full different costumes that don't relate to Rocky. Mm -hmm. So you get all different kinds of characters when you're there. And what do you love about being involved in Rocky Horror? Um, The camaraderie the community because everyone's there everyone knows rocky horror who's there and if they don't know then they're considered virgins and they get to go through the whole ceremonial stuff but it's that community vibe and all shouting the same line we're all throwing the same piece of toast like all that so it's pretty cool there's something about that experience of everyone in a room 
doing the same line or doing mm-hmm. the same sort of thing. And you just feel like you belong in a way that mm. you don't always feel. And mm-hmm. I, and this group of people just cares about this thing that you're focused on. And I think Rocky Horror definitely emulates that. It's beautiful. It is beautiful. So. It's safe. Rocky Horror is beautiful. That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> it's an interesting word to describe yep. Rocky Horror. But no, I, t- I totally get what you mean. It can be its own kind of beautiful experience. Yep. So... Are you planning on doing that again in the future, even though you don't live in the area anymore? I will probably travel to do Rocky. It's one weekend, so it's not too... It's not a lot. So if I can do one weekend a year to Mm -hmm. give back to a theater that's done so much for me, then I'm going to do it. Right. And that's always Peoria Players is that Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yes. Um, That's amazing. And then, of course, West Side Story... Yes. We got a chance to do that together. And how did you decide that that was something you wanted to audition for? It was spur of the moment. It was mm-hmm. very last minute. I was like, oh, West Side Story. Fun. Mm-hmm. And then I had a friend who was like, just go do it. I'm like, okay. I've got nothing else to do. So right. I just went out and I did it. And here we are. Here we are. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, did you have anything in particular about being a part of that production that was special or that meant a lot to you? Um, West Side Story is just a beautiful story Mm -hmm. in itself. So being able to kind of see someone else's vision for it and portray a different character. um, Francesca was my character's name. Um, So being able to portray her and tell like that love story of Mm -hmm. different people who can't be together, you know, Romeo and Juliet style. Mm -hmm. um, It was something that I wanted to be a part of. Yeah, that's great. Mm -hmm. Do you have any dream productions or dream projects you want to work on that come to mind <laughs> yes there's i can tell there are a few <laughs> <laughs> okay, there's a couple yeah um, for sure tell me well one of them is six the musical oh, i would love to do six so the musical fun. um uh catherine of aragon that's okay. one of them and then um anna cleaves that is my number okay. one favorite dream role right there um mean girls would be great Okay. I would love to be Karen in Mean Girls. Love that. Um, and then SpongeBob the Musical. I would love to be Sandy. I think you'd make a great Sandy. Thank you. Uh, Sandy, you know, I've got the afro for Sandy. So, you know, I need to do this something with this. I think that would be so much fun. And I hope you get a chance to do all of those. Thank you. And why did those come up as kind of dream projects or dream roles? Just because you love the music? or you love the character or what yeah. is it about them that makes you want to do those shows um i have an obsession with medieval royalty um so six musical came up uh, and you know telling them the story of the wives like i watched rain and all those mm-hmm. shows that talk about them mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. that was one of them spongebob it's just a classic grew up with it um i was able to watch loads of episodes when i was sick at home from school and yeah so that's why and mean girls is it's a cult classic so mm-hmm. mean girls yeah i don't and i don't know much i'm not as familiar with mean girls so oh, i need to get girl. i need to <laughs> kind of get myself more familiarized with it yeah yes. I just, that's just not what i know as well mm-hmm. so it's a good one um it's the extent class classic cool awesome and then do you ever have you ever been involved with the show? I think you've been involved behind the scenes in certain ways. So um, do you have any dream projects that you want to work on tech for? Or have you thought about ever doing a Ooh. directing role or choreographing or anything like that? I thought about directing before mm-hmm. um, just because I've done theater so much. I kind of want to do the directing side more. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as what production I would direct, I think I would direct... Miracle Worker. That's on one of my, I know. Oh, it's an awesome <laughs> yep. production. Yeah. That's on one of them. Um, for a musical, I would love to do 
Hamilton. That'd be a fun director mm-hmm. when that one finally comes out. Or yeah, when um, it comes out in like a million years. <laughs> <laughs> um, or um, All Shook Up because I've been a part of All Shook Up twice. So oh, okay. that would be a fun thing to kind of be on the opposite side for. And where did you do All Shook Up? Was that Peoria Players? That was Peoria Players, the youth one. And then okay. that was also at Dunlap High School. That's a really amazing one. And Dunlap High School, now that you mention it, has such a strong theater program. Yes. And has been known to come up with some amazing productions. Mm -hmm. So when you were at Dunlap, did you get involved in every show there? Yes. After sophomore year, I did Phantom of the Opera. I student directed um, The Ventures of Tom Sawyer. And then I did Mirrors, which was one of the Mm -hmm. contest plays. And then All Shook Up. Awesome. Is there any favorite that happened during your time at Dunlap that you look back on and just have really fond memories of? All shook up because that was the year that the Taylor Walters Facial Expression Award came about. Oh my Um, goodness. Please tell me more. Yes. So there's a Facial Expression Award that's named after me at Dunlap. And it's for whoever does the best facial expressions, obviously. They get five bucks. And during the Adventures of Tom Sawyer, I yelled out to the cast, like, whoever does the best facials, I'll give you five bucks. And so now it's a tradition that's still there. So I actually got reward awarded the plaque on All Shook Up opening night. So, yeah. How fun is that to leave a little bit of a legacy in your high school theater program yeah. where probably you had a lot of experiences that meant a lot to you? Oh, yeah. Theater got me through high school. 100%. Mm-hmm. The stress of high school, the drama, of course, that everyone goes through mm-hmm. um, without theater and without growing up in it, then I don't think I'd be the same person I am. Wow, and you've met a lot of great friends, especially through Dunlap, I think. Yes. You've met a lot of your community there. Yes, of course. Correct me if I'm wrong, so. <laughs> of course. That's so cool. Yeah. Um, and after Dunlap, you ca- obviously just kept doing theater in the community. Do you ever go back to Dunlap and help out with shows or have you in the past or kind of no, not so much? Um, no, just it's been like I've been doing shows and stuff, so I haven't had the chance to go back. Right. I would love to at some point, mm-hmm. you know, but yeah, it's been a lot of just busyness. I'll pass people and, you know, passing like, hey, you're in the Dunlap show. I used to go there, that kind of conversation. But right. yeah. Oh, absolutely. And Robin Hunt was directing when you were yes, there, right? Yes, Robin Hunt was directing. She's the best director. I love her so much. Mm-hmm. I haven't had a chance to work with her, <laughs> oh, and I really girl, want to. You got to, yes. yes. She's great. Chore- choreographs, she directs. Mm-hmm. What can't she do? Oh, love that so much. <laughs> have you ever thought about choreographing? Oh, gosh. Um, yes, I have. Um, I don't know. Like, I feel like I'd start off at like mm-hmm. kid level before I could move mm-hmm. up to adults. Sure. But yeah, I, I thought about it. So, Taylor, tell me when you're working on theater experiences or theater productions in the area, what inspires you when you're working on any part of theater? Yeah. So, first off, it goes back to my kid. Um, Her name's Emmeline. She is six. Um, Doing things to show her, like, you know, there's more to do to express yourself. And theater is one of the things that I do. Um, Another one would be diversity and inclusion, Mm -hmm. knowing that I have to represent my race Mm -hmm. when it comes to being in theater, especially in the Peoria area. That's very important to me. Right. And so talk to me about why that's so important, because I 100% agree that 
representation is everything and we need to be really intentional about making sure that we do have representation. Talk to me about what that means to you. Yeah, of course. So one thing that I find that is very important is that certain shows that are done, they need to be portrayed by certain individuals, people of color, all that. I've seen a lot of shows out there that aren't being represented that way. A lot of shows using, you know, white people for people of color roles and all that, which isn't fair because that's not telling the true story, not telling the true struggles. Um, all of that so seeing those productions make me want to do theater and being like look here I am I am African American and I'm doing this Um, I don't have to be the lead but I need some sort of representation in here Mm -hmm. and I think it's very important that directors also do their part in this and they go out there and they go recruit other people who Mm -hmm. may not know what theater is a lot of people um, in the Peoria area who are very talented, very talented um, people of color, mm-hmm. they don't know what Peoria Players is. They don't even know they exist. Mm-hmm. Or um, Peoria Players, Cornstock, all of them. Right, um, right. They don't know any of them exist. So having a director go out and be like, hey, here's something that you could be doing to express your true artistic talents. Mm-hmm. Come join theater. Um, mm-hmm. I think that's just very important. Oh, 100%. And I think as a CCT board member, that's something we've actually been reflecting on in the last year Mm -hmm. more than any time else is how do we, how can we be more intentional about recruiting people Mm -hmm. of color to be part of our shows? And how do we be better at making people feel welcome to be a part of this experience that means so much to us? And we Mm -hmm. do it for a reason, you know? Yeah. And I'm sure, um, I imagine that if, you know, a person of color sees a person of color on stage playing a role. It's so meaningful, right? Yeah, it's like you can do it too. And Mm -hmm. one thing that's, you know, irritating is that people think that by doing the whole one person of color show, Mm -hmm. Dream Girls, um, you know, The Temptations, whatever the show may be, they think that they're meeting their quote quota Mm -hmm. of the year. And that's not necessarily true. There are a hundred and some odd Broadway shows out there that can incorporate people of color. And we need to be doing our part to show that Mm -hmm. we are a diverse community, just like we say we are. Um, So yeah, putting your money where your mouth is, girl. Like, Mm -hmm. that's, that's that. And there's so many also people who could direct that are people of color or Mm -hmm. costume, tech, all that. So it's just diversity needs to be way more incorporated than it is right now. I totally agree with you 100%. And I think we, that's something that it's a way that the Peoria theater community especially can grow Mm -hmm. and can get better Mm -hmm. and can be more intentional and doing what we do. And I think those experiences and the productions that we come up with will be that much more meaningful because of that. Of course. So, and I also imagine that your beautiful little girl, like it has to be so much, um, I imagine, you know, you've moved in the last couple of years, Mm -hmm. you have a beautiful daughter, Mm -hmm. you're working (laughs) and you are balancing all these life things and theater productions are not something that you just kind of willy-nilly give your time like one day yes. a week to, right? Yes. So how, what are some ways that you take care of yourself mentally, emotionally yeah. during your life to help you kind of um, work through those things? Or is theater part of that mental and emotional Yes. I guess. The catharsis, right? <laughs> um, theater is a part of it. Theater, doing that kind of outlet to kind of, again, portray something that you're not. Um, you know, it's a way to kind of close like what you're dealing with and explore a brand new person, how that person acting in that day. Um, 
you know, all those different emotions, but also I do a lot of meditation. I'm actually a meditation teacher Mm -hmm. and um, I'll kind of be starting that soon where I start teaching others more, but being more self-aware of myself and more self-aware of things around me and taking into account that I can't let certain people in my life, such as toxic people, Mm -hmm. um, hostile work environments, things of that nature, um, show, portray that who I am. It's not who I am. I am Taylor. I am a fierce, loving person. I am a mother, you know, um, living in my true identity is very important. Wow. That's so, I love hearing you talk about that and how you approach your life in that way. And I think that really can give us all kind of a lesson or insight into what we can do Mm -hmm. to, um, really make sure that we know where our true identities are. Yes. And do you feel like theater helps you kind of solidify yourself into that true identity? Yes, I do. Um, Because, again, it's a way of expressing yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, People sing with emotions. People sing, people act with feelings. You're able to truly show a character or a production um, what it's like in that person's life. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's portrayed when you're in the audience, too. Like, you can tell when a production has really taken the time to do character development and um, truly embrace who they are in that moment Mm -hmm. because you, like, are riding along the journey. You're crying. You're laughing. You're Mm -hmm. wanting to stuff your face with um, chocolate and drink wine because you're just in... You're feeling that breakup that that person's Mm -hmm. having. So, um, yeah, it's definitely something I... I need in life and it's draining four days a week sometimes Mm -hmm. but at the end of it you know having that production it's worth it it is worth it and I I think going through the production process and stepping into character shoes you're able to maybe even process some emotions that you're dealing with in your daily life that it gives you an outlet to work through and process some things that is unlike anything else yes Mm, that was deep I feel, that was deep <laughs> thank you and I, I just I don't know I think I felt that um and it seems like you have too having grown up doing theater and kind of we do it for a reason right we still continue to give our our time to it over mm-hmm. and over again and I think that's part of why is because we feel like we can go um have an outlet where we can process our emotions yeah and I think again that's very important especially in high school settings middle school settings to keep the arts alive because kids are growing they are going through different maturity phases um, bullying whatever the case may be and they need theater to cope with their emotions cope Mm -hmm. with the depression anxiety stress Mm -hmm. all of that and if that gets taken away from some people Mm -hmm. um there's going to be even a bigger mental health crisis than we are having right now. Mm-hmm. And I love that you brought this up. I think it's so important that people who are in grade school, high school, even college, right, mm-hmm. um, who don't feel like they fit in or don't feel like they have a place they belong, theater can be that for some people. And yes. maybe not everybody, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure you think about this with your daughter yeah. starting to grow up in the school system, right? Like, this is a way um, to invigorate our schools with art and give these kids kind of a way to belong and feel community. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And a lot of the school boards are like, well, you know, they've got community theater, which, yes, they do. Community theater is home, but it's not yeah. the same as having it as a program in your school, having art class, music class, mm-hmm. band. I have some of the best memories of high school because of being in marching band. Right. Um, and yeah, it's 
it's just frustrating hearing about how theater, I mean, theater and musicals and arts and all that can be mm-hmm. taken away. And people who don't think that singing, dancing, and acting is their thing, there's the tech, there's the directing, there's so many right. more art things behind the scenes that people are unaware of that mm-hmm. could be used as an out. Right. Oh, absolutely. And it's still, um, it's a different way of getting involved, but it still matters. And yes. it's still part of the process. Like there's, when you're doing a theater production, there's so much more to it than just the people on stage. Like mm-hmm. so many people have to be a part of it to make it successful. Also, what instrument did you play in marching band? <laughs> I was a drum major for two years. So oh my, my junior gosh. and senior year. And then um, I played percussion. So I was in the front ensemble doing like xylophone and mm-hmm. all that. But yeah, so I'm definitely a percussionist. I could never play the flute or any type of wind instrument because it just, it, it never, like, I could never put my mouth the way it needs to happen. Oh, it's so difficult. <laughs> it's way harder than it looks. Yeah. I think, and percussion too. All of those instruments can be way harder than they seem. Mm-hmm. And you enjoy doing that. It seems like oh, a lot. Oh, yes. Like going to marching band competitions every mm-hmm. Saturday, staying the whole day there, being like, oh, my parents aren't around. So, you know, I could do, I'm an adult. Like, but now right. I know what an adult is. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's so awesome. Yeah. And I, do you hope for your daughter that she is able to get involved in the school mm. arts programs and that she kind of finds her way into that? Is that something that you hope for her? Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, my mom, lover, she forced me to do band for, for okay. like since fifth grade on. She's like, that's the one thing I want you to do. You can do whatever else you want, mm-hmm. but band's something you do. And I feel like I'll have some sort of that mentality with mm-hmm. my kid just because, again, arts are important to do. So, yeah, I will have her do something. It could be dance for all, you know, mm-hmm. I don't care. Or art, but something that she's consistent with throughout the years will be important. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I mean, that makes me, that makes my heart so happy. <laughs> and of course, she has to love it. And of course, she has oh, to, yes. of course, want to be a part of it. I would never but... force her to do something right. she absolutely hates. But, you know, you've got to kind of grow with it to start to love it. But if she's anything like you, she'll love it. I hope so. I hated band at first. So did you? Yeah, it took a year for me to go. Okay, well, this is fun. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Well, I'm glad you grew into that. And do you play much anymore? Oh no, no, oh, no. Don't ask me to pick up anything. Um, yeah. I can't read music anymore. I could probably make like a cool little beat, but mm-hmm. don't ask me to read the beat. Uh, that right. would be a different story. <laughs> yeah, and it takes skill. And I think it's something that if you if you're not doing it consistently. Yeah. It's not something that you can always just, it's hard mm-hmm. to pick up a sheet of, piece of sheet music and sight read. And mm-hmm. that's it's, not easy. So, yeah, it's not like riding a bike. People are like, oh, you know, it's like riding a bike. I'm like, no, it's not because your airways change. Like mm-hmm. vision gets blurry after a while. You need glasses. Like it's not the same. <laughs> I totally, totally agree. <laughs> yes. Um, that's really great, Taylor. Uh, thank you so much for sharing all that. I, I think... I've had so much fun learning more about you and kind of learning about um, why you do theater and some fun experiences you've had and also why it's so meaningful to you. And I think you have a really deep connection, it seems like, with the Peoria Theater community and you have really solid reasons why it matters to you and why you keep getting involved time after time. Yes. Um, That's so great. Yeah. Thank you. I love this. This is great. This has been fun. (laughs) Do you have any projects coming up at this point? Um, I, uh, again, I'm starting the whole meditation teacher stuff, so that will be launching uh, more.
self-care, self-love stuff. Um, That's my newest project um, as far as theater is concerned. I do plan on auditioning for a show or two once things kind of clear up. Okay. Um, There's one in my area, actually, Sister Act, that I kind of want to get involved in, which would be fun. But, you know, we'll see. I'll probably be back in Peoria doing theater in no time. We hope to have you back. Oh, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) We'll take you back anytime you want to (laughs) go. Thank you. So fun. Um, So are you ready to play the rapid-fire question session? (gasps) I was born for this. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, um, let's start by the one I always start with, which is explain what theater means to you in 10 words or less. Theater means lifelong friendships, community, and cherishing memories with loved ones. It's 11. We'll take it. Okay, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) No, I think you just touched on a lot of the things that we've discussed and a lot mm-hmm. of things that obviously very evidently matter mm-hmm. um to you when it comes to theater that's great favorite musical the sixth musical okay i'm gonna say it again yep yeah yep. hey if that's your instinct that's the first that's one that came to mind it's in spongebob and mean girls sorry <laughs> <laughs> as in a couple more yep. no that, i i totally get it i'm the same way um okay favorite food calamari Really? I love anything seafood. You could take me to an all, like, you can eat sushi buffet, and I will be there all day. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> Favorite part of the theatrical production process? Tech week. Really? I know. I know. I know. <laughs> I'm shocked at the moment. <laughs> Tech week, because you know it's all done, and okay. you're about to put on the production. It's almost over. It's almost cast party time. Okay. So... Yeah, getting, ripping off the band-aid, staying there all day, doing a show multiple times that you love. It's great. Is there a specific part of Tech Week? I would say dress rehearsal then. We can go that. Ooh. Wait, no, sorry, Tech Sunday. It is Tech Sunday. I know. Okay. Don't look at me like that. Okay, no, no, no. I Honestly, there are lots of good parts of Tech Sunday, and it doesn't have to always be super stressful. Yeah. But it can be. Yeah. So that's really interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right, all right. I can jive with it. <laughs> I can go with it. Um... Favorite Broadway composer? Fruitcake. Um, Andrew Lloyd Webber. He always has classics out there. So you can't go wrong with a classic. I think part of me feels like even if you don't know musical theater super well, Mm -hmm. you probably know an Andrew Lloyd Webber song. You know Joseph. I mean. Or or even a song from like Phantom or Cats. Like I feel like. That's right. I mean, I feel like people know memory. Oh, yeah. Even if you don't know musical theater, like that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Place you want to travel but haven't? Greece. Ooh. I would love to go to Greece. They've got good food, good drinks, mm-hmm. nice vibe. Like, I would love to go to Greece. We talking like Santorini, Athens? Um, all of Greece. All of it? I want to travel, like, you know, not just stay somewhere for like a week, like travel to different major cities. Like in a span of two weeks or something. So you're saying somewhere different every day. I love that. Yeah. Okay. Now you can answer all three of these, but you only have to pick one. Favorite book, film, or TV show? Mm, I'm uh, on Schitt's Creek right now. Oh, yeah, so good. That's, that's a good one right now. Um, Star Trek. Okay. Is also yeah. one. And then for favorite book, I don't know if I have a favorite book actually. That's okay. The internet. Can the internet be a book? The internet. Google. Google's a great book. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of words to read. Yes. You never finished that book. No, but you know they have Audible. 
Oh, so, so true. Know, so it's technically all interwived with each other. So you Google. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. So funny. I can tell you my least favorite musical. <gasps> you have a least favorite musical, Taylor? Yes, is that what I'm hearing? I have a least favorite musical. What is it? Mm. It's Cats. It's definitely Cats. Oh, okay. I mean... But here's the kicker. It's also Hamilton. And here's why. <gasps> and I said earlier I want to direct Hamilton. I'm shocked. I want to direct Hamilton because it's a great layout. It is a great, like, stage production. But it's overplayed. So that's the reason why I can't, like, drive with it, listen to it every day, obsess with it. It's overdone. A lot. So... Wow. I would love to direct it for the scenery and meaning behind it. I would hate to watch it all the time. This might be the hottest take that's Ooh, ever been on Peoria Theater People podcast. Spicy. <laughs> no, I get where you're coming from, yeah. though. I really do. Um, as great as it is, like, mm-hmm. it's all over. Like Annie. That's also one. Yeah. Annie is one of those, yes, that's done a lot. Um, <laughs> and Cats is definitely not one of my favorites. Oh, I will, good. Yeah, so I level with you on that. But I do love Hamilton with all my heart. Mm. But I again, I get where you're coming from. A hundred percent. Wow. I am I am shocked. I was not expecting to learn these things with these rapid fire question came. <laughs> we got a least favorite. Yeah. Um awesome, Taylor. Yeah. Well that's so great. And then the last question um I always post to my guests is why does Peoria Theater matter to you? Peoria Theater matters to me because of how much it has changed my life. I would not be professionally where I am, personally where I am, without it. I've met some of the most amazing people throughout it who have changed my life for the good and the worst at times. But, you know, it's all been a learning experience. And I feel like without Peoria Theater, I wouldn't have learned everything that I have. You know, you can go to school to learn about math and science, but you can't go to school to learn about social skills, different personalities, how to handle certain situations. And I feel like Peoria Theater said that for me. Wow. That's great. Yes. Thank you. Um, clearly, Peoria Theater means a lot to you. Again, I hope, I know you're living up in the Quads, or not Quad Cities. Chicagoland. Chicagoland. Yep. Yes, not Quad Cities. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that um, we get you to come back and do some shows in the future. Of and course. Thank you so much for coming on Peoria Theater People, Taylor. It was so fun to catch up with you and kind of um, talk about your experiences. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I can't wait to hear all the more podcasting stuff Yay. you'll do. Oh, thank you. You're so sweet. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Peoria Theater People. This podcast is produced by me, Sarah Hall, and the show is mastered and engineered by Hunter Goodhart.